This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo of Brookside Tax and Financial Group. And again, we have Tony Shore from, uh, it's not snowing there, but Minnesota. And <laughs> right. uh, hey, our, our tribe is uh, kicking your ass. So we're up in first place now. And then we have uh, Tony Marlette uh, from our office. So. Good morning. Yeah, the, Minnesota is the home no, I, of the, of the second place twins. Yeah, I can't call them ah. Indians, but <laughs> well, I wouldn't say kicking our butts. Uh, the last night's game, um, there was no pitching, and uh, they won by one. It was eleven to ten. So, yeah, not it's exactly. Called, it's called a, a W. Not exactly a stomping, <laughs> though. Yeah, but we're we're in a roll here. I mean, we, yeah, you are. Yeah. You are. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen and four since Memorial Day. I heard this wow. morning. Okay. What's yeah. the name of the team again? The tribe. No, what the, the guardians. <laughs> the guardians. Never, never heard of them. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so we, we were at the game the other day and there was a, uh, uh, something on the, on the big board and it said, can you name the all time leading guardians manager? I'm like, well, it's gotta be this guy because we've only had 20 games so far. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> He's the all-time loser too. So, uh, so today we thought we'd talk about what's a little bit about the economy, um, maybe combating inflation. Maybe that could be the title. Uh, we probably could all chime in on that. Uh, it's not really anything magical on our end as financial advisors. Maybe a few things: what to do with your money right now. But uh, I guess it all starts with gasoline. What do you think? I yeah, think I, yeah. Go ahead, Tony. I was going to say it's that's really kind of the domino effect with everything. I mean, it, you know, oil and gas just it has a lot to do. It's not just filling up your car. It has a lot to do with uh, energy, electricity, uh, pretty much everything. Well, the cost of products because look, everything gets shipped, right? So even the you know right. the cost. Uh, my family's in the produce business forever. My my brother, you know, he brings trucks in from California. And they used to be fifteen thousand dollars to bring them in, and now they're you know thirty-five thousand dollars or whatever to bring them in. So that uh, cost has to get pushed on to somebody, and ultimately it's us, right? So the consumer. So, um, so we're seeing that. I mean, you're not only seeing it at the pump, you know, but the pump's affecting everything. It really, I mean, gasoline affects everything. So yeah, I've made a decision. I'm going to ride a horse around all summer. <laughs> Well, Tony's, um, Tony's got the electric because, car, right, Tony? Because <laughs> I'm going to ride a horse around because uh, oats have to be cheaper than gas right now, right? I mean, <laughs> I pity the horse, though. <laughs> <laughs> you better get a Clydesdale. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be <laughs> one with a strong back at this point, uh, probably. No, I, uh, yeah, I have a, I have a car that has, um, uh, the Volt has an electric engine, but it also has a four-cylinder gas generator. Yeah. So I did have to put, uh, it only has an eight-gallon tank, but I did have to fill it 
finally uh, the first time in a couple of months and ouch uh but my wife drives an equinox uh, and that's a hundred dollars fill up an suv uh so uh yeah the gas is crazy right now and people are feeling it And, and people i know have made decisions to not travel so that those types of decisions are what's going to send us into and, a recession. And tra- traveling's expensive. I mean, like we're going up to that um, event next month uh, up in um, Park City, Utah. Utah. Yeah. So we're going to go uh, on the way. We're going to go see our son who moved to Denver. So we're going to, oh. and then so we're renting a car and we're going to go see some of the national parks because I've never seen them. It's $1,700 to rent the car for like 10 days. Yep. And that's not even including your gas. Yeah. Right. So it's, uh, it's getting, it's getting crazy. And so, I mean, good news, bad news, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, everyone's feeling the pinch. So, uh, Democrat, we Republican, drove Hilton, or whatever. We drove to Hilton Head last week and we explored flying. Um, and I mean, the plane tickets were, you know, four or five times more expensive than round trip gas. So, um, you know, we filled up a few times. That was that was a few hundred dollars at least. I I drive a a, a Maxima, so not a gas guzzler necessarily, but not a not an electric vehicle either. But it, it, you can just tell. You just know. Yeah, my my and daughter. Actually, we're a little more expensive uh, in Ohio than a lot of places. Yeah, we're we're a little bit right around five dollars a gallon right now. I think I saw it four a little bit under th- this week. But I mean, my even for Father's Day, my my daughter surprised me and drove in from Washington D.C. and she doesn't have a car, so she rented a car. So, um, so I ended up giving her like five or six hundred dollars just so just so she didn't have to pay for the car and the gas. So, uh, but uh, I was glad to see her. So, uh, um. So what else? Uh, price of food. I mean, so what are things we can do? Just, well, just everybody I mean, shop at Costco and Sam's Club. I mean, well, I mean that is one way to go. You could always reduce expenses. You know, we talked about carpooling. Um, you know, uh, these anytime you talk about these kind of things, you always run the risk of sounding like your parents or your grandparents. Right? <laughs> like, you don't need that expensive cell phone with unlimited data. You don't need uh, you know the Netflix and all of the streaming. Like. It, you can cut the cord on some of this stuff, but also, you know, where we come in, remember, uh, this puts investors, long-term investors in a compromising position too. people who don't want to take on extra risk when the market's going down. I, I had yeah. this conversation with my dad on Father's Day. He's, he's retired. He works a little bit part-time on the side, uh, but he's kind of looking at the same thing right now saying he's relatively aggressive for his age. He's, he's 70. And he said, you know, I don't want to go completely, you know, into safety. I'll never beat inflation. Interest rates are going up. So bond prices are going down. So really where we come in, obviously we want to make sure if you, you know, you're investing, we always talk about long-term, that's the best way to diversify away from some of this. Uh, And then thinking a little outside the box, like we have, as far as not necessarily doing your your typical 60 40 stock bond portfolio too right. I, I, that's just on the investment side of things. so yeah we've talked on other shows you know the, the, you know even though the banks rates are going up a little bit they're still well under inflation rates so you know sticking money to bank might be safe but you know you're you're losing purchasing power every year as as your money's making maybe one percent now maybe one and a half percent and inflation's eight percent so uh you're losing you're losing the rate um purchasing power there. So we have seen the insurance companies raise their rates on the products we called indexed annuities, which 
you know, probably compliance, uh, compliance officers not listening. So, I mean, I, I treat them like they're, I, I call them glorified CDs, but they're, you know, they're not bank products. They're not FDIC insured. So let's not uh, go there, but you know, they, they, they can, they can get a better interest rate as the market goes up, but you have the safety that you're not in the market. So right. long your run, principles real, protected. Yeah. So, I mean, if you really break it down to its basics, you're loaning the insurance company money period and they're paying you interest and the interest, the, the rest of it is how the interest is calculated. So they're going to use, you're going to calculate interest based on the stock market performance, but because it's really just a loan, um, you don't, you're not at risk uh, that when the market goes down, the only risk you really have is, you know, the, the credit worthiness of the insurance company. So, you know, that's why you want to make sure you get, we try to get, you know, high rated carriers we don't want to use C and D, you know, carriers. So let's get high rated carriers. Um, so we maybe help combat inflation there. Um, but those are sometimes longer term products and people don't want to be tied up that long. So, yeah. so recently there's been some buffered products. Uh, we call them buffered products. Uh, I want to use the word hedge because that's a whole different uh, animal, but you know, those give you some protection, uh, maybe nine, 10, 15, 30% protection on the way down. And, uh, but you'll get a, you'll get a higher uh, rate of return potentially because you're, you're, the insurance company's not assuming all the risks. So uh, those some of those products are out there and they're short term. You could trade them. Uh, you could trade them every day. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, ultimately, you're just really exchanging one type of risk for another. So, Mr. Shore, are you carpooling? Everyone hopping in that electric car? (laughs) No, uh, no, we're not. But my wife has a choice to not work from she she has quite a commute. So she's been working from home more because of gas prices. Yeah, I haven't uh, thought of that. I mean, I guess you could, uh, you know, with technology like we're using right now, you could work from home and talk to your clients and uh, yeah. They don't, and they don't have to come into the office. So maybe more, uh, uh, we're, we're using StreamYard right now, but, uh, there's yeah, also, I'm at home, I'm in my yeah. home studio, yeah. so I, I don't have to drive at all today. So, yeah, so there, I mean, there's various ones out there. There's zoom. That's probably the big one we hear. I think Google has their own platform now, and this is, this one's called StreamYard, but I'm sure Microsoft has theirs and things like that. So yeah, teams, yeah. teams so, yeah. so it's a little, little easier to communicate with clients. Um, yeah. I like to be in person with them, but that's, that's yeah. just me maybe. So yeah. uh, what else are you hearing from other advisors? What are they doing to combat inflation? If that's the, uh, the topic, I guess. Well, they're talking about, um, obviously you mentioned they're talking a lot about, of course, fixed index annuities because um, uh, really it protects you from losses with market volatility, but that's really more to protect against recession. Um, right. The rising inflation costs, um, they're really encouraging people not to tap into their retirement funds to get money to cover things, uh, to just uh, withhold big purchases. You know, now is not the time to go out and buy a new car or a new house. And the problem with telling people that is that affects the economy, which affects the market. It's a vicious right. cycle, as you guys know. And so they've talked about that. Uh, but people are just spending less. I mean, the first top key I'm hearing is, you know, have a spending plan, you know, like go through your credit card statement or your bank statement and look at all the streaming services that you haven't used in a year or six sure. months and cancel them. And I mean, little things like that. You always hear financial advisors say, you know, if you just skip 
Starbucks every day or that if you go to get a cup of coffee every day, that adds up for a year. Well, uh, we're talking about bigger, bigger numbers, but people are cutting back. I mean, I, I think that the Fed raising the interest rate more and inflation, um, if it, it sticks for a while, I think we are going to see a recession. Yeah, we haven't heard the word transitory in a while, huh? <laughs> yeah, no. Remember that it's just transitory. Well, it's, well, I was it's reading, just temporary. Yeah, I was reading uh, this morning. They're actually from the. It was from the White House. It was their press release, or whatever. <laughs> They're still blaming Putin for everything. Like you know, just say, wake up! It's our own fault. So well, they had to. They had to come out yesterday. They actually asked Jerome Powell point blank. Uh, was this going on before uh, Russia, Ukraine? And he confirmed what everybody knew, and he said yes. Like it, yeah. it happened well, as, they, soon, it, as soon as he closed the pipelines, it happened. So, well, I think it's more, it's part of uh, it. well, it's part of it. I mean, but but I don't you think the bigger part of it is, I mean, the oil thing, it's really the, it's the refineries, and there's so many factors that go into the oil issue, but the overall inflation issue, isn't that, aren't we seeing this big inflation overall because the government printed six over $6 trillion worth of money. And anytime you print $6 trillion worth of money and throw it out into the economy to help boost the economy during COVID uh, what happened, you can't, you can't not have inflation, right? I mean, you gave people, you gave Americans $6 trillion, you right, pump yeah. six trillion into the economy. Do you think prices are going to go up? Do you yeah. think it's going to affect the value of the dollar? You know, well, I mean, just, you know, they, all that led they, to was what was going to be more increased demand coming out of the pandemic anyway. Sure. Right. And they wanted people to spend money. Right. Mm-hmm. So that to yeah. help the economy. So I don't know if that helped yeah. or hurt in a long term. I, I don't it was a short term fix, but I'm not sure yeah. it was a long term. Well, I don't hear anybody. I mean, this is my opinion. You guys tell me. I mean, you're you, you guys are more financial experts. But from from my perspective and what I've seen uh, and what I know and what I'm hearing out there as well is both sides. If you look at the politics of it. Uh, the Republicans and the Democrat talking points, the right wing and left wing talking points aren't actually correct. I, I disagree with a lot of what's being said about, you know, it's Biden's fault for the oil. Uh, and I disagree with uh, with the um, with the left saying, oh, it's Ukraine's fault for the oil. Uh, And that's why we're seeing these rising prices and oil affects everything. Oil does affect everything. But nobody's talking about. This is what happens when you print money, when you put six right. trillion dollars out. Uh, yeah. How many pesos does it take to buy a gallon of gas? Yeah. How, how many dollars now does it take? I mean, you know, that's what happened to the peso. You, you cannot put that much money within a year's 12 month to or two year period into the economy and not have exorbitant inflation, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Right. And- in and interest, rate, and interest rates being so low, you know, that affected a lot of things too. Yes. I mean, people went out and bought. Yep. Yeah. Houses. Money was free. Yeah. Yeah. They probably bought houses they probably wouldn't have normally bought or paid right. for. And, and I think they just overpaid because the same house that was worth $300,000 two, two, three years ago, people are paying four or $500 to hundred thousand dollars for them. And it's the same house. So it wasn't like you got more house. The people, yeah. I mean, I mean, at least in our area, I'm sure it's your areas too. I mean, people are selling houses within hours of putting them up. I mean, first of all, I'm like, where are all these people coming from? 
Well, there's no for sale signs in our neighborhood. It really has started to slow though with interest rates going up. I mean, if you, if you look at any on your pick your favorite online real estate website, where you go to look for housing prices, houses are starting to be on the market. Now there's, there's more inventory. You know, we, I see people like crazy dropping their prices down because they've, they've been on the market for over a week now. And, you know, even just two months ago, if your house was on the market for three days, you're doing something wrong. And, and, and cars too, right? We've had problems with getting cars and cars are more expensive than they used to be. I mean, the money was cheap. So people would get, you know, 0% financing, 1% financing and things. So I actually talked to a, a guy I know who, his family's been in the auto business here in Cleveland for decades. And uh, I said, I, you know, I can't believe the uh, auto industry let themselves get handcuffed like this with all the chips. And this, he goes, are you kidding? We love this right now. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, we're making more money than we've ever made. People are paying sticker or more and we have no inventory to carry. They're yeah. loving this right now. You know, they're, I don't know, you know, people need a car. They're going to buy a car, you know, yeah. and uh, the repair places are probably loving it too because people are probably um, trying to repair their cars instead of buying new ones. But mm-hmm. um, a guy I was at breakfast with the other day said, look, it took him six weeks to get his car repaired because they couldn't get parts. I'm like, well, I don't know what parts has to do with chips, but you know, everything's kind of backlogged and yeah, it is. luckily like my wife's cars, uh, making some weird noise last night. So she's going to take it in, but you know, we're fortunate. We, we have a third car so uh, she can use the other car. So, yeah. um, but people, some yeah. people aren't that fortunate to have a, an extra. It car. all goes back to COVID. I mean, the supply chain issues and a lot of this was the shutdown because of COVID. And yeah. I just think if we hadn't had COVID, I don't think we would have these supply chain issues. I don't think oh, we correct. would have, yeah. we wouldn't have had the well, $6 trillion. Dollars. Shutdown, there were a lot of places that, that frankly had two year shutdowns yeah. that were probably not, uh, not all that necessary. And I mean, you have, I love the point about the $6 trillion. I think you're spot on about that. Well, they, you know, th- having the shutdown caused there's not enough inventory anymore, right? Cause people weren't making the inventory. I mean, I mean, look what happened to the uh, rental car industry. What happened there is, you know, they needed cash. So they sold off all their cars. Yep. And now there's no cars. So, I mean, right. you're renting cars now at a hundred dollars a day when you, they used to be $25 a day. Yeah. So, and I mean, if we're talking about, I think one thing, you know, to combat some of this, we always talk to people about having enough savings. You want to make sure you have sufficient bank cash, but Chris, to your point, you know, banks aren't, aren't paying any interest. Right. Don't keep too much cash on the sidelines. If you're working, I think a good general rule of thumb is, three to six months worth of your expenses in a savings account. Any more than that. I know the market's rough, but this is, believe it or not, the time when you, you want to get in. Uh, you're not going to see the short-term uh, net effects, but uh, over the long term, even over the next, say, six months or a year, you'll be glad that money's not sitting in cash. You put it in the market, and that's your best chance to beat inflation yeah. with even your liquid savings. You want to have a cushion and, and, and people asking more than, than that is you know, people come and ask, you know, where, where to put it in the market. And I'm a true believer, just like by quality, you know, I know everyone, you know, top hundred, top 200 companies. I mean, if the Googles of the world and the Amazons of the world are having problems, everybody's having problems. Yeah. So uh, make sure you buy quality companies there to have a history of paying good dividends. Um, but, uh, you know, to try and find the next, um, you know, what's the next 
battery maker for for electric cars. You know, those those are out there, but those are those are longer term plays than people. I mean, our generation, maybe Tony is uh, the other Tony. Yeah. You know, long term meant five, 10 years. Now, long term, people think it's a year. So if they're not making money in a year, they want out. So if you're going to buy all these yeah. green green energy companies are the ones, you know, there's some ETS out there that just deal deal with lithium batteries and, and fuel cells and things like that. Um, they don't move that fast because that technology is going to take time. Uh, you might yeah. be getting in early, but it, it's good. I, I personally, risk. your, that. your company might be the one like the, a recent electric car company filed for bankruptcy because they couldn't right. make it. So, uh, you, you know, you, you don't want to try to, people try to look ahead and say, okay, I'm going to get ahead of this wave. You know, I'm going to yeah. be the guy that invested in Apple before it went was big. And, you know, that's just a, that's more luck than, Hey, I see, you know, you can see yeah. trends, but, but you have to be willing to hold on to it. And right. you have to be willing to lose everything. I mean, how much are you willing to lose is the question you should ask right. as an yourself, as an investor or advisors ask you, it's not, you know, Oh, what kind of risk? No. How much are you willing to lose? Uh, how much money do you have? And how much of that money are you willing to lose? Because uh, if you try timing the market or try right. to guess what's going to be big in the future, uh, again, you need time for that market to grow and you never know when it will hit or if it will hit. So, yes. yeah, I like but, your advice. Of, and, we, and we do have clients that, you know, we'll take we'll manage part of their portfolio. Maybe we're managing 80, 90 percent of it. And they have another separate account that we don't manage. I'm like, here's your play money. You want to go you want to go pick the next hot stocks, go, go ahead. Um, but, you know, you can't you can't risk 80 or 90 percent of your money if you want to risk 10, 15 percent. Maybe that's okay. Got to have um, money to live on in retirement. Yeah. So um, we do see people, you know, trying to invest in green energy, but green energy, it's, it's not overnight success. It's going right. to take, it's going to take years to, and if you're you know, 60, 70 years old uh, or older, it might be too late. Right. I mean, it, that, that stock might take 10, 15 years to, to really right. see fruition. And you're like, like you're saying if it could survive, the the onslaught of the other you know you really want green energy i believe her you got to let the auto industry in let the auto industry control it and you'll get same thing with trains across the united states you want it to happen the auto industry's got to be part of it they you know maybe they own the train systems but um you can't say we're gonna have trains and then uh, eliminate automobiles because the auto industry is just you know they're too big and too powerful they'll just fight i mean you've all heard the stories about you know someone in the 70s made an engine and made got 200 gallons uh, miles to a gallon and then you know the big in auto industries just buy them up give them a few million dollars and keep their uh, keep their patent in their file cabinet so um yeah you really gotta the big the big dollar industries you they got to be part of the solution because the you know we could and we're not going to make the auto industry uh green on ourselves you, you got to let them in on it so yeah Exactly. Good point. Well, I'll tell you, the economy is is a little crazy. Looks like we're slipping into a recession. But now I think the solution is to have a plan and a strategy to moving forward and work with a financial services professional like yourselves, uh, Tony and Chris. And that way uh, you have a plan in place. You can sleep well at night. You don't have to worry about the market going up and down because, you know, you have a plan based on your own time horizon. Right. Right. And, yeah, we also- and I think that that's a great, a great point. I mean, we talk about ways to reduce risk and ways to beat inflation. 
you know, having a written plan and having having it carried out and actually having a living, breathing document, which financial planning is, it's not just asset allocation anymore. It's, it's actually active living, breathing documents, financial planning, okay. having that in place is a great way to uh, not only you know, help yourself sleep better at night, but you know, it holds you accountable, provides you with a blueprint to say, okay, this is what I've talked about. This is what we've put into place. I'm not going to overreact. I'm going to let the process play out. And, and if it's, you know, a lot of other areas of your life, it's not in writing. It's just a wish or a dream. Um, so if you don't put it in writing, you're, you're, you're not going to look at it. You're not going to see it every day. Not that you have to look at it every day, but it is comforting to say, look, we know we took this into account. It's going to happen. Inflation is going to happen. The markets are going to go up and down. And you know, I often tell my clients, look, when, when everything's rosy, you don't really need us that much, but it's times like this that you need a professional who does this every day and not just, you know, occasionally like uh, most, most people do. Right. So um, again, Tony you could probably put up our, our number or whatever. You know, if you want to come in for a strategy session, we don't charge anything for the strategy session. Um, we have a few books out there that you can read uh, up on the topics, but. Uh, you can always flatter us and reference this podcast too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not get crazy, right? <laughs> we have to figure out how to get people to see it, right? We should just, just send it out in an email to everyone. Is, is Aaron listening? Aaron's our marketing person. Maybe she can, she can make this happen, so. So, Tony, uh, what, what are you doing for the 4th of July? Me? I'm going to a family reunion on my wife's oh, okay, side right. okay. in South Dakota. Uh, so, in the middle of nowhere. So, we'll see how that goes. But uh, So, are you, not, are you going to Park City? I am not going uh, to the big yeah. financial conference that you're attending in Park yeah. City. You have fun out there in Utah and uh, have fun singing at the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I know you're... Some guys are going to Hawaii. There's a, there's another one. Some people are going to Hawaii, but uh, it, it should be fun. I, you know, I've yeah. never seen that side of the country. So I've been to California, oh, but I haven't, part, part, I haven't yeah, really been seen been anything between. City? No, I never seen. I haven't really seen oh. anything between like St. Louis and uh, California, right? So Park um, City is beautiful. Park yeah, City, Utah is a, a it's a destination. You, you'll love it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I think we're about out of time. So uh, yeah. Tony, Mr. Short, you want to take us out? All right. Well, that was uh, The Road to Retirement with our hosts, Chris Anselmo and Tony Marlette. And uh, tune in each week for the show. Thanks for listening. All right. See you guys. Thanks, Thanks Tony. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.